Warning, the following podcast contains Urquio Paolo. I am probably the world's greatest detective. I have found Tutum's heart very difficult to find. Sheltered. Scary. <laughs> Good job. A martini shaken up. Shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the Podfix Network, where we accidentally got Podfix confused with Rodfix. We hope you didn't enter that into your search history. <laughs> so I, I hope you did. <laughs> welcome, clear, clear to, cookies. <laughs> welcome to Shaken Not Nerd. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. We talk about movies, video games, comic books, pop culture. Uh, I'm your deuce. Do, deuce. I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> deuce. The deuce with the boost. <laughs> the deuce with the boost. It's doody dootum. Oh, I could really go a boost. Um, I'm your host, Duty, and with me as always is, he's not wearing a Hawaiian shirt today, uh, Tom. I must say, you, you nailed that opening. <laughs> nailed it. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I thought you'd appreciate that. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Yep. Yep. Should we actually see what Rod Fix is? No. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, the guy who runs the Rod Fix website oh, yeah. is in the small footlong Johnson. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're basing next week's theme on Rod Fix on uh, appendages. 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 Not Star Wars, appendages. Appendages. And uh, we have a guest, a returning guest. I think it, we, we constantly seem to have returning guests, but we're always very happy to have you back. It's Siobhan. Hi. What's going on? Not much. <laughs> Fillion. I just, I did look up what Rod Fix was, and oh, all no. I'm getting is fishing rod pear kits. Hey. Hey. hey so. We never said it was dirty. Yeah. You yeah. just went there. Yeah. Appendages. I went there. Appendages, Ian. Yeah, appendages. Went <laughs> I went there. Appendage Sorry. man. Sorry. <laughs> all those attachments for your rod. <laughs> <laughs> A sleeve. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on to man talk. Oh God! He has to find it on his soundboard. Yeah, it's in there. Wait for it. Mm, oh, no. the anticipation is killing. I wasn't ready. No, you're ready. You're ready. Stop I it. <laughs> man talk. No trash talk. No backwalk. On the black top, just me. You. Man talk. No cat calls. No tag teams. No mascots. Right now. Man talk. All I do is we we we. <laughs> No matter what. Uh, Mr. Collins, what you been up to? What are you doing? What are I doing? Um, so, I, I haven't really done anything particularly nerdy this week, I must say. Went and got Japanese on uh, Friday night. That was lovely. Mm, first to get up and then they had a piece of toast. Good <laughs> <laughs> drama reference for those. And it was lovely. It. They they had, um, and Siobhan can uh, confirm this, they had, uh, what, what did you call the lanterns there? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. We were trying to have a romantic date night and um, I just, I couldn't keep a straight face because behind Tom's head were um, light fixtures that were very, very similar to giant anuses. Yeah, they they were sphincter lights. Oh my God. They were so, and like clenched as well. It was horrible. That would be the best light fixture to see water dripping through. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a visual. Yeah, it was very (laughs) And yeah, um, I was kind of ruining the day because I kept laughing. Yeah, the food was great, but yeah, it was great. Butt lights, yeah, butt lights. (laughs) Put your butt up in lights. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) But we had sake and made all the sake jokes. The first time having sake, and it is delicious. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. No idea how much alcohol I drank though. 
Because you're just drinking it, it just like it tastes alcoholic, but not too alcoholic. I feel like the warmth of it masks the burn of the alcohol. I know you're supposed to sip it as well, and it happens to me whenever like if someone's doing a champagne toast. Something about you know maybe it's my people alcoholism. do champagne toast with sake. No, I'm saying like whenever the people sake do toast, any type of sake toast. Oh, God, <laughs> such a sake joke. Hey. Anyway. Yeah, I just I shoot it every time, and I like, Tom would be like, "It's so nice," and I'd be like, "Yeah." I'm picturing of like the Japanese people at the back going, "Fucking white boys." <laughs> <laughs> we were the worst. As we finish the night on our espresso martinis. <laughs> <laughs> so white. We're getting white Nothing says wasted. Japanese like espresso martinis. <laughs> uh, anything else besides Japanese food, Tom? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we were all at my brother's birthday last we night. Were. We were. With the, Who's going to bring it up? Who's going to bring it <laughs> Let up? Let Tom bring it up. What am I bringing up? The bouncer. Ah. Oh. Somebody has to bring it up. Old mate. Oh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he was doing rounds of the place. He was just kind of doing laps of the bar we were at last night for the birthday. And, yeah, he was Who telling everyone fight? to sit down. Yeah, he was power tripping. Yeah. We arrived and... We were say, we arrived. We were both. It was the same breath of saying hello, and he was like, "You guys have to sit down." There's a free table over there, and we're like, "Thanks, thank yeah. you." He was he was a strange guy. I did say thank you to him on the way home, uh, way out way out though. Oh, he I was, was like, "Thanks, mate." Well, well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> one of our brother's mates went off at him for touching him, which was fair enough. And then for the rest of the night, the bouncer was scared of that group, of his group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. Well, if he knew anything about how to be a security guard, he wouldn't have touched anybody. Most security yeah. guards do anything that's... about being a security guard. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was a touch. It was more like a rubbing, like a pat rub on the back, on the back of like it's a child. And he was doing that to, to Tom's brother's mate. And I'm like, uh, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, he had no idea what he was doing. It's pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Never be a security guard, kids. Mr. Johnson? Uh, well, that was kind of what I wanted to bring up. Well, annoying. Um, I, I have read a comic book. Yes. Should we do it now? Should we just talk about it now? Yeah, Tom, what did you think of your comic book? <laughs> it was great. What did you think of the point where you find out about um, the person who's pursuing Han and Leia? Spoilers! <laughs> what do you think about the person who's pursuing Han and Leia through space when they land on the planet? I think it's great. Whole arc. Yeah, <laughs> the whole arc. The whole arc of the Covenant. I find that really, really interesting because that's actually where I turned off at that point in that book and I haven't read them since. You turned the book off? Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> How? I closed it. <laughs> so clearly well, the only one who's read it is Anne. Yes. Um, I couldn't... What's it called? Uh, Batman, I am Gotham. Yes. Of the Rebirth series. Yes. And, and Luke and... What? No. His one... Tom didn't read his. Oh, it's like, this <laughs> that, is a weird comic book. Yeah, no. Okay, I read... Yes. Star Wars, I am Dude Gotham. recommended a comic to both of us. Um, and I read Batman, I am Gotham. Mm. Which uh, had its uh, positives and negatives about it. Uh, a very strong negative about it is the entire first section of it. Okay. Um, involving Calendar Man, which was horribly, horribly done. Yep. Um, in my opinion. But then again, people would probably differ from my opinion. It was uh, very cutty. It didn't flow, didn't really explain anything. Oh, what do you think of the, the two characters of Gotham? Gotham Man and Gotham Girl or whatever they It's called. just Gotham is the guy and Gotham Girl is the girl, hmm. which I find really weird. Because they're brother and sister, that you find out a little bit into it. Um, but one's called Gotham, just the name of the city, and one's called Gotham Girl. 
which makes more sense. So I, I don't know why you'd have a character just called Gotham. Of course she gets that. Huh? Yeah. I'm Gotham. I'm Gotham, but a girl. Yeah, I'm female. Gotham gal. Gotham gal. Gotham, Gothamina. Gotham gay. Gotham Gothamina. Um, yeah, so it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, in my opinion, the best comic I've ever read, particularly for Batman. I did kind of like how they dealt with the character who sort of became the villain. Yep. I don't know how to do this without spoiling it. That's the tricky part. That's fine. If you, had to, if you had to rate it out of 10. Uh, it's difficult. Um, I'd probably give it somewhere in the area of a... Look, I wasn't that pleased with it. Six and a half. Okay. Um, there, there is a section in it where Gotham fights justice league that's pretty cool which was pretty cool but it also felt out of nowhere in a sense it didn't really fit with the story they just kind of came in there was no kind of hints that they would come in there was it just felt like it was in there for the sake of showing how powerful this character was okay so yeah there's a lot of things that did that just didn't really make sense but you obviously read it because you gave it to me yeah (laughs) what were your thoughts on it i liked it i I like the whole um uh, the sequel's pretty good. I'm reading book two at the moment. I've bet one or two issues into that, and that's pretty good. I feel um, like I'd be more interested in the sequel because Gotham Girl is a far more yeah yeah. Character. The, the sequel follows Gotham Girl and Bang yeah. So that's pretty cool, but, which makes sense. Mm. Mm. Siobhan? Um Man Talk. <clears throat> Man Talk. I oh I read a started a really really cool uh se- book series um by Brandon Sanderson who was the writer who took over um the wheel of time you know like do you know wheel of time that like a, no it's like a 13 <laughs> book series and uh, it sounds like a really long time oh my god <laughs> <Or a big laughs> <wheel>. <laughs> um yeah but anyway this one is called the mistborn series and it's a really interesting take on like fantasy like magic people who instead of having like yeah i just naturally have fire coming out of my hands they like pull on elements um of metal and there's like okay. a younger. I'm so confused already. It's no, it's really good. I would definitely. <laughs> it's called Mistborn. The first one's called The Final Empire, and I would really recommend it. So it's this a is a book, book. series. Uh, yes. Uh, how? What age? Um, range? it's high, oh. high fantasy. So high. Yeah. I mean, I. So it's not the easiest mm, read. No, and oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I I read like any fantasy and I could probably look at things and be like that probably was for a 12 year old but I really liked that <laughs> related to something age is just a number baby related to something that we would know so like Harry Potter how much more complex oh, no. is it I would say it's more it has more adult themes in it okay, okay. um like, like late teenage theme yeah or, yeah I, I wouldn't put it it's like from as... adult themes write it from Harry Potter to Ian's mum's book <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, read- oh, I also started reading Ian's mum's book. Uh, oh my god, go Leo! We're gonna read an excerpt of this book before you. I've already go. started making post-its in it to, for you guys to read at some out. Oh, Sweet, no. it's gonna be great. This is gonna be so painful for me. Uh-huh, erection. <laughs> Penis. <laughs> His Rodfix network. <laughs> uh, he affixed the reel to the shaft. <laughs> Shall we move on to news? Let's do some news. It's a top ten news countdown. That's my favourite opening. 
we've got we've <laughs> got a bit that. of voice of an angel. Yeah, we, we've got a bit of news to go through, so I'm going to fire through as quickly as we can. Uh, as quick as we can. As right. quick as we can. All right. Number ten. Number ten. Zach Levi or Levy or Jeans, uh, who's known for playing the actor who's playing Shazam, believes that the Shazam film will be like what Guardians did for the MCU. Wait, he's playing the actor who's playing the what? He's, he's playing the he's playing adult Shazam. Okay, he's okay. playing the superhero. Uh, believes that uh, the movie Shazam will be like what Guardians did for the MCU. So it's going to be pretty different to what we've seen. Yeah, I think it'll be more like kid... Because ha- Shazam is a kid. Yeah. Adult's body sort of thing. So, so it'll, it'll be, be a more- bit more like fun and jovial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be good. I kind of look forward to that. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Number nine. <laughs> that was a loud one. <laughs> Ridley Scott needs to stop talking. Yes, I agree. Okay. <laughs> he keeps talking about the Alien franchise and pissing fans off. This is what he says. Um, what does Ridley Scott sound like? I was going to do an impersonation, but... Well, uh, he doesn't really sound that um, okay. interesting. He's kind of... Just got an American accent. Okay, I'm not going to do it then. Uh, I think what we have to do is gradually drift away from the alien stuff. People say, you need to do more aliens. You need to do more face pulling. Wow. Need to do more chest bursting. So I put a lot of that into Covenant and it fitted nicely. <clears throat> Um, Scott also said, but if you, th- uh, but I think if you go again, you need to start finding another solution that's more interesting. I think the AI is much more dangerous and therefore much more interesting. Face pulling? Face pulling. Face pulling? Yes. I don't want face pulled. I want faces hugged. Exactly. What is he talking about? A little known he doesn't thing- even know his own damn franchise. A little known thing I saw as well was with the Disney Fox purchasing sort of thing, that if Disney owns Fox, the Disney franchise, the Alien franchise will be a Disney franchise. And the alien is from an alien queen, which technically makes an alien a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that! I love that so much. Uh, I'm so I, excited for that merchandise. <laughs> yeah, just just all the dress up, just go. Ooh, Snow White. Ooh, alien. Ian, how much do you like shitting? I love shitting. Shitting's my favorite pastime. How much do you like shitting on the go? If I could, I would. <laughs> would you? No. Well, I have a piece for you then, don't <laughs> I? You love the Nintendo Switch. I do. You love to play on the go. Mm-hmm. You love to pick it up with your dongles and lick them and off you go. Well, Outlast what is coming the to fuck the Nintendo Switch. So now you can shit yourself on the train. Oh, I thought that's lovely. Did you write that down or ad-lib it? No, I ad-lib that. I'm impressed. <laughs> so Outlast number one and number two are coming to the Switch. Maybe we should get you to buy that and play it on a plane. Yeah, train. there you go. Shit on the go. Or an yeah. automobile. Let's not. Well, Don't worry, shitting. we'll buy you some diapers. Either way, you're technically yep. shitting on the go because you're flying and you're shitting. So you're shitting on the go. Yeah, but this way, true. you get the shit on the go while you're switching it. You can switch it up a little. I'm just going to hit the next button. <laughs> Number seven. This is a stupid rumour, but it might also be a possible rumour um, that Tarantino may do a Star Trek film and that Captain I Picard may came back. But the more important question is where Samuel Jackson going to go in the Star Trek universe? Mm, a lot of people are saying that. Uh, apparently, it's not just Tarantino, it's Tarantino and Abrams, Abrams yeah. Mm. yeah. So, which gives it, I think, a bit more credibility as a rumour. Your nose? You're popping oh, your nose. Oh, I'm popping my nose. That's just my thinking face. Oh. Um, I, mm. I, oh, I thought we were dibsy not. Yeah. Dibs up. <laughs> um, I, that, I don't understand how that would work. Yeah. That seems very strange. you got to have a lot of... You He's got to be a villain. This is going to have right? a Star Trek with motherfuckers in it. It's going to be great. The motherfucking Enterprise in the motherfucking space. <laughs> Does he look like a... What's a Star Trek species? Klingon. Does he look like a Klingon? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Wookiee. <laughs> Moving along. Move along. Number six. 
Oh, this is a big one. The X-Men Dark Phoenix storyline has been revealed uh, as reported by EW, which is Entertainment Wackley. Uh, the Dark Phoenix will see the younger cast of the X-Men film franchise in 1992. Great year for the three of us. Not so much Siobhan because she wasn't born in 1992. Around 10 years after X-Men Apocalypse, the mutant team are now national heroes and James McAvoy's Charles Xavier landing the front cover of Time magazine. <gasps> Inflating his ego a little too far. Hmm. The Dark Phoenix storyline will cover the film, apparently's most sinister and somber entry in the series, and includes a massive twist halfway that you've just given away by putting it in EW magazine. Um, this is also has the return of Sophie Turner, as well as James McAvoy. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is coming back, as well as Nicholas Holt and uh, Evan Peters, who plays uh, Quicksilver. Not Fastbender? No Fastbender. Oh. So Not it appears this it. will be the first X-Men film besides the Wolverine spin-off that doesn't have Magneto. Not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Because there's apparently supposed to be a space version. Do you, you know... A space version. With the new reboot... What's the people in space Fast versions? Fastbender is like my favourite part about them, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm. I don't know, really I care for anyone him. else in it. He's the only one in there that I'm like, he's a really good actor. Yeah. Mm. And he's an interesting character. And I'd have, I don't like Sophie Turner as Jean Grey. No, no do accents. I? Pamka Johnson was the best. Yeah. And I don't mind... Yeah, we all know your thoughts on Pamka yeah. Johnson, buddy. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> steady on, steady on. Where did that come from? I don't, and I don't, I don't mind Jennifer Lawrence as an actor, but like she's a bit meh in this these roles. She was a bit meh in Apocalypse because I didn't think she really wanted to do it. She yeah, stayed and that's why I'm surprised that she wants to do this one again, which is weird. But also, uh, what's his name? Charles Xavier in these new movies is, is fucking such a whiny bitch. I don't mind him. Eh. Why does yeah. Marvel... Oh, this is Mar- no, this is Fox. Yes, Fox. Well, why does all the Marvel movies? I feel like they give away a lot more plot, like blah blah blah, in advance before it comes out, or mm. like even pre-production. They tell us like this is what's going to happen in the storyline. Does DC do that? Not as much. No, not really. At least from Batman Superman, when they showed fucking Doomsday in the trailer. Mm. I think it depends. I feel like DC needs to trick you into going. Yeah, I feel like it's the um yes. the directors and how much they choose to let out to tease that movie. A lot of them have different opinions. Mm. You'll notice like a lot of the Guardian movies, not much comes out regarding those. Yeah, it's just like explosions one, and cool music. Almost nothing regarding the storyline was that really revealed. Yeah. yeah. Until the trailer came out. And that was kind of like, this is his dad. Which people had that idea, but... Mm. I think a lot of it comes down to the director and how much they want to let out. I guess it's silly. Yes. It's weird. Number five. Is it just me who is getting pain from every (laughs) single one of those? Just take it off your ears for a little bit then, Tom. Uh, Number five (laughs) is we got the first poster for X-Men New Mutants. If any of you saw that, it looks a bit like Freddy Krueger coming through the, the wall sort of thing, but a lot of people. Yeah, that looks cool. And Tom pointed out to me today that production of Obi-Wan starts 2019. Yeah, start of 2019 is the start date for the production of the Obi-Wan film. I fucking hope they get you and McGregor. They surely would. He's not confirmed yet, but I imagine... He he said that he's keen to do it. He did come back for Force Awakens for two seconds. Well, I imagine if they approached him to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was two seconds. (laughs) It was just a sound, wasn't it? He came came into the studios and did a sound and left, but he's... Put his hand straight up saying, I'm doing it. I want to do it. I think he'd be good to come back. It would be kind of tie everything back in. Plus, he's, he's, he's reaching that sort of like the, the, the gap of time between three and now is a perfect sort of time ever to actually do yeah. that filming. And I think he, do, he hasn't aged that badly either, but I think they'd have to age him a bit. 
Oh, because just he just grey him up a little bit. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, they'd have to grey him up a bit, but he hasn't aged badly enough. I feel no. <laughs> he needs. He's to a Pharrell age. Williams. Yeah, he needed to age worse. <laughs> so wait, is it for, for him to come back as Obi Wan? Yeah, yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. I think it'd be good. Obi Wan. <laughs> he was by far the best part of that. I haven't heard that really. name in a long time. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, I'm just going to push the next button. Obi Wan. Obi Wan. Number four. The Penance of Man. The Penance of Man. Um, so, Mr. Johnson, you are a very big Pokemon fan. Am I? Uh, I'm asking you. Uh, that did sound like you were asking me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were telling me. You are. I am. <laughs> And uh, what would you say the greatest thing about uh, Pokemon is? When, when Pikachu is a detective, I'd say, is my favourite part. Can you stop fucking guessing the news and getting it right? I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling he read it. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't actually looked at our news. But Ryan I, I Reynolds is going to be Detective Pikachu. Yeah. What a sexy, sexy man to be I Pikachu. really hope he brings like a Deadpool vibe to it. Just like stops and turns at the camera. <gasps> fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. It's like 16 walls. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to be like that. But and I think then it's it, not going to be good. But they would, they obviously, if they're putting him in, it would have a fair amount of comedy in it. No, you, w- you wouldn't put Ryan Reynolds in unless it had a fair amount of comedy in it. It's just going to be um, Vin Diesel doing I'm Groot with Ryan Reynolds thinking of different ways to say Pikachu. Pikachu. He does, you know that Pikachu. Detective Pikachu does talk. Does he? Yeah. yeah. What the, what did you learn from Meowth? No, it's That's like, right. it's like one of those off spurt kind of things where it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like it's not a real thing. Then why not have like Benedict Cumberbatch or Robert Downey Jr. as Detective Pikachu? Because that would have been awesome. Oh yeah, that's that like a Sherlock. Been a Sherlock. A Sherlock. Oh, Pikachu. that would have been. Yeah, that would have been a way better idea. Yeah, that but would have been good actually. That yeah. would have been great. Are you wearing a false nose? No, <laughs> it's just Pikachu with <laughs> the fake. Nose on. <laughs> oh. That would have been great. That would have been like. And he's like a like troubled soul, and he like has like a five o'clock. Yeah, like, you know, I'm getting too old for this shit. Get too old for this picker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three. Tom, you like video games? <laughs> That's I, a question. I, I do, and I feel like you turned up the wrong mic there. No, I turned up guest, which, which is, is me. No. I swapped the things oh, around. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, I just... Everybody at home, please. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed that little banter that I won't edit out because I can't be fucked. Um, Tom, what would you say your favourite button bashy video game series was when you were a wee lad? Button bashy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Tekken, actually. Yeah, probably oh, Tekken. Oh, well, fuck, I guessed wrong then. Because Devil May Cry HD pack is coming to the Oh, I lied. No, that was pretty up. That, that was button bashing of that variety, yes. That's where the magnet went. <laughs> Ian's got the magnet. I tried to clip it to my nose. It really hurt. <laughs> Did you? Continue. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Devil May Cry is coming. Uh, a HD pack is coming to the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 4 in March of next year. It includes Devil May Cry 1, 2, and 3, but sadly not 4. Is All the, the second time they've re-released them? It is. Because it came out in the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. God, I feel like Capcom's just like, let's just keep pumping these out and make more money off them. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Greedy, uh, greedy companies. Motherfuckers. Mm, Moving along. Mother. Number two. You know what I like to repeat? It's rumors. <laughs> Rumor has it. It's a great album by Rumor Fleetwood Mac. But Variety was. <laughs> say it every time. <laughs> Variety is reporting that Ben Affleck might not might don the cape and cow for one more time in Flashpoint. However, it is highly unlikely that he'll appear in Matt Reeves's The Batman. No word from Warner Brothers or Matt Reeves or Ben Affleck in relation to this. Secondly. 
Warner Brothers reporting reportedly planning to reorganize DC Films in the wake of Justice League's disappointing performance at the box office. Really. Um, multiple sources have told Variety that John Berg, whoever that is, will no longer run DC Films production division and restructure is expected to happen in January. Sources say that WB is considering further investigation (laughs) integrating DC Films into the main movie arm of Warner Brothers. That would have been a smart deal from the fucking Man of Steel days now, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeff Johns is expected to continue to serve as the creative chief officer of DC. And lastly, there's no current plans for Snyder to direct another DC film, though it is possible because his contract was for three films. Please, God, no. Oh, actually, no. Could have been four. I don't know. But it is possible that he could come back. And so DC need to do a big revamp at uh, Warner Brothers. Not surprised. Although that being said, like I still want to see... Zack Snyder's original vision for Justice League. Never will see it, but I still want to see it. Yeah. Uh, I was I was listening to an episode of Fat Man on Batman, and they had preview screening tests for, for both versions of it, the Zack Snyder version and the Joss Whedon version that we got. And the Zack Snyder version was better, but they got more laughs out of the Joss Whedon version, so the executives, of course, decided to use the Joss Whedon version rather than the story that made sense. They never learn, do they? No. I reckon, pesky executives. Honestly, if you fuck up the next couple of DC films, just sell them to Disney. To be honest, honestly, I don't think I don't a partnership think, like fucking Sony's. I done. honestly don't mm. believe that either version would have made a difference. You just don't like DC. We, I'm just we saying, I don't think it would have made a difference. The DC there's hater Ian. There's just too much that was wrong with that. See? That the cut would See, not have he, made a difference. He didn't like his Batman comic have... book. He didn't. Yeah, I and you know what? In, in I fucking love the Nolan verse. In the notes I put for the G- for the Justice League review, the like DC hater. Nolan. <laughs> yeah, it's only you only like Nolan. They were, it was good movies. They were good Batmans. I didn't like any DC apart from Nolan, and I feel that Wonder Woman. No, I, I think I was swept up with the kind of whole like, yay, it's finally a female, mm. and then I thought back on it and I went, actually, I don't. It, I think no. a lot of people did. Yeah, I think it definitely uh, everyone did. I think I think it wasn't as a good movie as. As people thought it was. Yeah. I think people... It was kind of... I don't think it was a bad movie. It was already on a pedestal. Everyone was like... I feel like, especially as a woman, that a lot of females were like, we have to like it or else we're not feminists. (laughs) Um, So, like... Must like this as a woman. Thomas sitting forward. You ready to Oh, you got a sore ass. Rocket man. (laughs) (laughs) Tom has the high chair today. I do. Ben's favourite high chair. you, You have cut Siobhan off? I do. You do it all the time. <laughs> Thanks, babes. Um, I think actually I was done. <laughs> but thank you. All right, I apologize. <laughs> Number one, Mr. Johnson. Fair enough. <clears throat> Number one. Bloop, bloop, bloop. When I listen to that at home, I, I do skip that whole... I, I press How dare. The, I press the 15 minute thing wow. <laughs> 15 second skip Sorry guys I only go That's to right. 12 <laughs> You missed the first 3 seconds of I our know. number 1 I'll miss this bit <laughs> That's fine So clearly our number 1 piece of news this week is Ian got a haircut No um, That the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom trailer dropped on Friday Did we all see oh, it? Yes I did Johnson? Yes I also saw it I'm and gonna, yeah, that, I, that sounds like a that sounds like a, yes. I read the Star Wars book that I was given. Yeah, and then there was the dinosaurs in it. I that did. Bit. That bit was so good. So good. Oh no, I did. I did actually see it. I don't. I don't really think that much of it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm a bit on the same boat. I'm like, I was really excited to watch it, and there were some things here and there I thought was pretty cool. But 
I was I, like, you're going back to the island to save the dinosaurs because of a volcano. Yeah, I was kind of like, like, is what? that the story? This yep. As someone who hasn't Apparently. seen that, that sounds so stupid. It just yeah. sounds like they're going back to the, the island to get dinosaurs and that... But, um, but Blue's there. You exactly. raised her. Exactly. And that was a little cool to see. But, like, the the way that the trailer plays out that it's like, you know, we have to go back to the island, Blue's still there, and then it's like, oh, the, the, the island's going to have a volcano. I feel like this would have been a lot better story if it was actually based on the fact that... What's his face? Um, Chris Pratt. No. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. The actual engineer of the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, I know who you mean. Yes, I can't remember the character or the actor's name, so I'm going to sound slightly racist by saying the Asian guy who actually engineered... The well, the guy who returned in Jurassic World. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm just surprised that the story didn't follow that because it he is it... in the trailer. Is he? Yep. Okay. Because I didn't, I didn't notice either. that bit. Uh, B. D. Wong, Doctor Henry Wu. That's it. Yes. Um, I just thought a storyline based on that would have been a lot more interesting than throwing in a random volcano that didn't appear to be there in the first movie. Fair enough. <laughs> it make an all sense. But then again... But what are they going to do? Like, is it going to be a whole Noah's Ark scenario? Because they're not going to be able to take all of the dinosaurs off this island. Look at them when they're stampeding in there. There's a lot of dinosaurs. Even stink beetles? Especially stink beetles. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I didn't... You know, when the original Jurassic World came out, the trailer for it, everybody shat all over it going, you can't train velociraptors. This is stupid. So maybe this is another instance where we. I think bet you. I bet it you, sounds stupid in the trailer, but then we get the movie and we're like, okay, it actually. Makes I bet a lot you twenty bucks that Chris Pratt rides blue. You reckon? Yeah, I'm calling it. It would make sense. I reckon that's going to happen, so I'm not going to bet you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there anything you want to weigh on Jurassic World before we move on to our theme of this week? This week's weekly theme. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> All right. So no. we're going to stop for. No, no, thank you. Podfix promo break and Rodfix Rodfix promo break. Man, I hope Chris Brayton comes on to you long and hard with his rod of his fix. <laughs> Just before he gets his snip snip, covers you in his cream cream. Oh, enough, enough. We're going on a fishing trip. Yeah, no, we still talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. fishing. <laughs> Alright, uh, enjoy. The Epic Film Guys podcast is a film comedy podcast with two best friends celebrating everything we love about going to the movies. We've got great beer, amazing guests, and quirky characters unlike anything you've ever heard before. Well, I just assumed you were drinking that chocolate stout that you were going to make with the cheapest crap chocolate ice cream in a Miller Lite. I remember being a young man and my mother telling me I didn't have a name because I was illegitimate. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Never be sorry on the Epic Film Guys podcast. Never be sorry. Cut in, talk over. I'm sorry every time I finish doing an episode. I didn't hear that, Nick. Don't bring it up yet. I'm not supposed to come out till like the end of the episode. Subscribe to the Epic Film Guys on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast app. And we'll see you at the movies. (laughs) That got recorded. Oh, no. (laughs) Welcome to the Rod Fix now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we hope you enjoyed those words while Ian was uh, sucking me off <laughs> uh, And uh, the theme of this week, this week's weekly theme The theme of this theme's weekly theme I, I tend- Well, you need to stop doing that yeah. <laughs> I tend to do that So anytime I say, th- when I say theme, Tom says Which pisses off Ian And if we don't, we say the Penitent Man The Penitent Man 
Um, so the theme this week is we're talking good. We're talking theories. Mm. Best film theories. We're there's not doing a, a countdown, but a discussion. Yeah, there's a lot of Thares out there. A lot of Thares. A lot of Thares. But uh, I believe, Mr. Johnson, you've made a little something special. A little something-something for our new segment, The Theory Zone. The Shaken Nut Nerd Boys have almost no experience investigating theories or conspiracies in movies. They've entered into a realm of non-credibility. Or is it incredibility? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Prepare to enter The Theory Zone. Super spooky. So I'm, good. I'm prepared. Prepare. Can, can any time we do a, a some form of discussion review that you do something like that every time? Because they are great. <laughs> I feel like you're all just playing it up because it's no. actually horrible and you're all ganging no, up. No, I love your opener. No, no. you, can, you can hear Fuzzy laughing from here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to discuss a film theories. And mm-hmm. this was an idea by Tom and Trevon. Uh, it was my idea. Uh, <laughs> mm. The you look of scorn Tom, on Tom's face. Tom comes up with a lot of ideas. Oh, me. All my ideas. Pardon me. Squeezy <laughs> <laughs> baking powder. Anyway, let's go off. Let's go off with the. We'll go. We'll go with an easy one, and then we'll start to go insane in the membrane. Get mm-hmm. old detective up in here, pra ra. Yes. <laughs> uh, the first one is that Sean Connery's character in The, the Rock is James Bond. Yes, yes, this is a good theory, and it kind of makes a lot of sense mm. when you think about because it. Because Sean Connery played James, James Bond. Bond. Um, and then he's in another movie. Where so he's, he's Sean Connery. And so he's probably <laughs> James Bond. Clever. Yes. I see they're connecting. That's it, that's I'm getting it. The funny thing about Sean Connery's acting is he's always Sean Connery. <laughs> yep. Which always, makes his always But he always pulls off a mad Sean Connery. <laughs> he pulls off he pulls off a mad fucking long hair mullet beard in this film. He really does. Yeah. He so, pulls off the gruddy look. The premise is that essentially the what was Sean Connery is the only person who's escaped uh, Alcatraz, Alcatraz prison. prison and he is uh, a, a former spy. A they former British to. spy. Yeah. Do they say that or do they allude to it? I'm trying to remember. I think they do say that he was formerly British or something. Or I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's a good movie. And the, the, the theory was that James Bond is Sean Connery in that film, which technically makes Nicolas Cage a Bond character. It, uh, that, let's <laughs> pretend that never happened. Um, but the, We did have Nicolas Cage as a Bond film now. <laughs> oh, God, please. Man. I would love that. I love Nicolas Cage. Oh, you and both the other people in the world. Not the bees! <laughs> Not the bees. <laughs> Tom and I watched a really great Nicolas Cage movie when we were in Thailand, because that's what we do. We still, feel, we're too pale to I go out like in the sun. that's an oxymoron. <laughs> no, uh, it was great. The Rock. Great movie. Yeah, it's good moments. Con Air. The great that, movie. Yeah, um, How These, Do You Pay the Ghost? Yeah. That made no yeah, sense. That did make no sense. Yeah. That was a weird film. At first it started off being like a, like, you kidnap my son type of thing. And then it ended up there being like a second dimension realm where a witch lived. And she, like, kidnaps children on Halloween. And, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> Fucking Nicolas Cage. It was there fantastic. Was, the other thing about this theory is that this means, well... If you watch the movie The Rock, Sean Connery has a daughter, yes. right? Does that mean that the daughter is therefore a child of Bond's um, accomplishments? We'll put it that way. Accomplishments. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how. Wow, to do that's <laughs> that's not a good way to. Put no, it's not. It. Bond is a known um, sex pest. 
So does that mean that I'm just letting Ian like slowly dig just, himself? Does this mean dig, what dig, is, is dig the hole? Well, that I mean, you'd think it was a child from from sexual intercourse. From, usually, that's think, how children are made. Yeah, I think told. that's a good. That's oh, not according a good to Michael guess. Jackson. I think the good way would have said from Bond's sexcapades. Sexcapades is that better than saying? Yes, accomplishments is not a good way. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. <laughs> Depends who you ask. But then the 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 daughter is what mid twenties in that film. Would you say maybe early thirties? So she would need no, to be. I don't a, think she's thirties. Yeah, she's definitely younger. She than would that. need oh. to be. She was pretty young from one of the later films. All right, sp- yeah. speculation because you, you. I know you boys know your Bond. Who who could it be? Who do you think it would be? What mm. mum? That's too hard to say because Diamonds Are Forever because that was his last film. Diamonds Are Forever. I'm sure he had. It would that have film. to be I because I think he had like the child and he went into Alcatraz. It must have been not long after because he was in there for a long, fair amount of time in terms of the movie. Oh. So it would have to be very much late, late in his career if it was interconnected. Mm. So we're looking at someone who's in the when he's like in his fifties, which is crazy to think about. What's he got out? Maybe not fifties. That's the third Bond film. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen many. Pussy Galore. I, I still like I to think Pussy Galore. <laughs> and Zenya. Zenya. Zenya was a Pierce Brosnan. I'm well aware. Is that the one with... Um... And Halle Berry. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Halle Berry. Uh, Is that the one with what? Oh, man, I miss Halle Berry. Christopher Walken, wasn't he? In yeah, one? he was a view to a kill yeah. Roger Moore's last film. Uh, with Grace Jones. Is that the really tall lady? Yeah. Yes. She was sexy. Yeah... Her hair was fantastic. Let's move along to another theory. <laughs> so another one uh, here is, I believe everyone is aware of this one at the table, except I think for me, Pulp Fiction. Who wants mm. to lead the Pulp Fiction theory? Yeah, Tom, you've got this. <laughs> hey, 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 you raise it. Tom pulls out in his one note. It's not in my notes, so oh, you can it. leave. All right, well, one. essentially the theory is everybody who's seen Pulp Fiction will know that the briefcase, the, I think it's a gold briefcase as well, is it? Uh, no, it's a black no, briefcase. It's black. Oh, gold so the light. There's a gold light. Yeah. So it's all about this briefcase in these interconnecting stories in Pulp Fiction, and as they open the briefcase in every shot, you never get to see what's inside the briefcase, leaving it to the audience to make their decision as to what might be inside. But whenever they open the briefcase, a bright yellow light, a golden light shines out and emits onto the opener's faces. And they are always shocked and amazed at what's inside. Is that what I think it is? It's so beautiful. (laughs) So there is the theory that inside this briefcase, which the character Marcel Wallace wants to get, it's actually his soul is inside the briefcase. Yes, and we've got that little bit of uh, the fact that um, Marcellus Wallace, in the scenes that you can see, the back of his head has a band-aid, a band-aid at the base of it, at the base of his skull, which is the whole thing that when the devil takes your soul, he takes it from the back of the head. And that was Terry Crews' Halloween costume this year was Marcellus Wallace. What was it? Yeah, it was fucking great. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's actually not a bad, bad it's a theory. It's an interesting theory. It's kind of weird to think that that would be in a Tarantino movie, though, that you can actually take someone's soul out of their body but it depends is um i'm looking for siobhan for this one because it was one of the theories we watched the other day that was proved to be correct is that tarantino said that his movies were in two universes one was the main universe and one was films that were inside that universe is pulp fiction one of the ones that was in a film inside that universe because that would make sense if that was i don't think so i think people in reservoir dogs would go to see kill bill in the film 
Okay. Okay. That's what, like, which that's makes how sense because yeah, Kill Bill's a very eccentric, over the top story, mm. which would make sense. Was, it's a film. I'm, I'm just curious how Star Trek's going to fit in there. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah, it'll, it'll be like on the background as someone's watching television. It won't, and it won't the, count because no, but, it's not one of his films. Oh, but it would be great. It would be great. They'll have the what are they? The red apple cigarettes? What yeah, are they? Yeah, yeah, red, yeah, red apple cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> just sitting there on the uh, on the Enterprise. Just <laughs> <laughs> Captain's log, <laughs> crisp. <laughs> There was also the the one that I saw uh, just before we started recording. That was um, the the cops don't pull up. Uh, Mus not Marcellus. Uh, Jules and oh, what's John Travolta's name in Pulp Fiction? Jules. John, John Travolta. <laughs> he doesn't pull up Samuel yeah. Jackson and John Travolta in Pulp Fiction with um, the blown exploded head in the back seat because all the cops are going after the Reservoir Dogs guys because they're robbing the store. Oh, so they're supposed to be at the same time. Mm. Yeah. So it's like the cops clearly don't pick up on um, on Jules and Vincent, That's um, right. because uh, all the cops are going after uh, essentially yeah. the Reservoir Dogs guys after uh, they rob the jewelry store. That jewelry store, jewelry store, or was it bank? It was uh, a jewelry store. I can't remember now. It's been that long since I've seen Reservoir Dogs. Uh, isn't there? Isn't Mister White in Pulp Fiction also in Reservoir Dogs as one of the? No, same actor. Same actor. Different character. Sorry, Mr. Wolf, I'm thinking. <clears throat> Mr. Of. Wolf. You calling the wolf? Shit, that's all you had to say. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Shall we move yes. on to another one? This one's a bit of a disturbing one from Siobhan, uh, <laughs> that Willy Wonka is a serial killer. Well, when I thought of film theories, which I'm, I'm huge into conspiracy theories and also serial killer theories. So that's what I thought. Yeah, exactly. I thought that that's what we were going to do. So I thought I'd bring in one. And after we went out last night, I continued drinking when I got home. And of course you did. Yeah, because I'm... Irish. Oh, sorry. Go on. <clears throat> I will kill you, man. That, that's how you get hit. <laughs> if, if you want to shut him up, just turn the knob that says Ian. No. Just turn to the opposite I just direction. turn. So I just twist Ian's knob yeah. and he'll shut up. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I kind of got meta and I've kind of evolved this theory. Anyway, Willy Wonka is a child serial killer. And it's true. I think this this is a theory that almost makes sense in a weird way. If you you close and squint your eyes. (laughs) Well, you kind of look at it um, with all like the seven kids. First of all, he is is already expected that he's going to be... um, uh, they're gonna die because in the boat scene, which is just after Agosta's gloop, um, gets sucked up the tube. Does he get sucked up a tube in the the original one? With yes, oh. yeah, he um gets stuck. Yeah, and then there's the pressure. The pressure will mm. kill him. And then today, like, that was actually chocolate. Was it actually yeah. chocolate? Chocolate, Sugar, water, and cream. cream. And it used to go bad like all the time, so it stank. Yeah. yeah. I cannot be like and, no and apparently about thirty percent of the room actually was eatable. Edible. Edible. No, edible. I'm saying edible. eatable because he says eatable in the Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. I think the same thing with Reference Tim Burton's one as well. Uh, Everything could be eaten. Hmm. But Tim Burton's one was really bad. <laughs> Crap. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to this. So when Gus yeah. sweeps just after they go on the boat mm. and there's just the right amount of seats for the leftover people. So there's like already like okay. already he's like yeah he's not gonna make it the other thing was gene wilder apparently said i'm not going to take this role on if i can't at my first appearance in the film do the limp thing so you know when he goes yeah. in the first things and then he does a somersault so the whole idea was that 
Gene Wilder was like, it's about deception. So from the very start, he's lying to you. So you never know when he's not lying to you. So that's a little bit of like deception into it. There's a lot of that throughout the movie about you never know whether he's lying or not. Yeah, exactly. Describing the Oompa Loompas is like, Mm. like that's clear. They say throughout it, they're like, that's not a real place and that's not real. Mm. But those things that also exist in the universe are yeah. like... Do you reckon instead of killing kids, then he, he takes the kids and turns them into Oompa Loompas? <gasps> oh, my like, God. We just I feel got like we're building our well, own theory here. I, no, well, I started building my own theory, and I got really excited about this because I was thinking maybe Willy Wonka is his whole, like, I'm the Candyman type of thing, like a Dean Carroll kind of... You know Dean Carroll's like the Candyman killer? There's a few different... Biggie Smiles. <laughs> Biggie <laughs> Smiles. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, um... He that's his like, um, that's what Dean Coral used to use. Like he he gave like he worked at a candy store, and in America, and he would give out. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna have I'm friendship with children. I'm a nice guy and blah blah blah. blah. And he had like friends who who were children as well who were like accomplices. And so he was using like that idea of like I'm actually a nice guy in his head to validate what he was doing. Um, so that whole it's it, Willy Wonka, like you know, he's he's like in his head. This is going along. Like so, what we're seeing because it's quite psychedelic and everything. That's what he is kind of. That's his reality, rather mm. than like really, he's just like stealing kids and killing them or like torturing them. Creepy motherfuckers. Yeah, because like when they get sucked up the tube, which you prove like we've already, as I already proved before, that doesn't really happen. Um, they were like, yeah, you better go fix him. Before Like before, they were like, no, um, we can't really help him yet. The tubes are going to suck him up, which, you know, tubes are going to suck him up. But we then he calls over an Oompa saying like, you better go get him before look, he gets chopped up into fudge because he'll be on the fudge conveyor belt. So this kid who just got sucked up a, a sucker thing, tube. Yeah, sucker thing. <laughs> was apparently like now like on a conveyor belt, like waiting to get like chopped up into fudge. Mm. So what, how do the other ones go? One of them just falls through a hole. The girl who is talking about the golden chickens and the eggs. And she stuff. gets oh, going. She, yeah. So she, I want to die. Oh! She like apparently like, suddenly just like someone, I guess someone pulls a lever. And like now she's dumped into a garbage. Um, she's at the garbage disposal, disposal thing. thing. Yeah. Mm, dumping bodies. It was an incinerator, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, and There's Violet. Violet, you're turning violet. Yeah. Well, they all had, if you look at the th- seven kids as well, they all kind of like the seven deadly sins as well. Like there's gluttony and what was your envy? They're all kind of all gluttony. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, one was lust? I suppose. Um, Charlie. Violet's mum. Vi- uh, no, what's her name? The other. The, Willie the, the girl who goes down the, the, the shoot into the garbage. What was her name? Veruca. Veruca Salt. She's kind of. She was lust. greed though. She wanted everything. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's gone off my idea, okay? <laughs> Basically, he's a serial killer. So, my, my question is... How I, far off? I do it. How far off? I am enjoying this theory, but what do you say then to Tim Burton's one where you see all the kids at the end? Oh, Tim Burton one never happened. Um, <laughs> it was really crap. That's It's not it's not involved in that's this. It's not canon? It's not canon. <laughs> I say so. I, I It's a conspiracy. I cho- pick and choose what's in this. <laughs> you uh, pick and choose. I Pikachu's. Pikachu's. Just oh, like Ryan. My name is Hercule <laughs> Poirot, and I'm probably the greatest detective in the world. Poirot. 
Next theory. Next, Next theory. theory. Uh, we have. I want to see uh, Tom's Darth Vader theory. Mm. Tom's flat out said this oh, is silly. Tom like woke me up this morning to tell me this theory. He's like, Siobhan, he's Siobhan, che- I've got one. He's got the cheekiest look on his face. Actually, you know what? Hang on, hold off, Tom. I'm going to uh, Instagram it. live this so people can see on our Instagram. No. Don't yeah. put me under pressure here. Yeah, <laughs> under pressure, just like Queen under says. Pressure. Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> so this one is actually a, a theory from Reddit user Extract. Oh, this will be quality then if it's from Reddit. <laughs> so essentially this is all to do with how people didn't like how Darth Vader did some corny jokes, essentially, mm-hmm. in Rogue One. There, were, there was a lot of hatred towards that. A lot of people weren't necessarily happy about it. Specifically the one where he's like, don't choke on your aspirations yeah. as, he, as he's choking him. So, this is this is where this theory sort of goes in and looks at Sith Lords and what their names mean and how they sort of behave around them. You're, so like, we, you're going to go live in one second. You're, uh, you're now yeah. live. You're on the internet live. So, obviously, like we, we have Darth Maul, yeah. who is aggressive and savage. We have, like, Darth Tyrannus, which Tyrannus. is... Tyrannus? Tyrannus? Tyrannus. 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 Ty- Tyrannus. X. Tyrannus. You. <laughs> yeah. uh, Darth Tyrannus, who was a tyrant over his uh, army. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then we have Darth Sidious, who was insidious. Yes. And then lastly, so what we have, Darth Vader. Vader. What does Vader mean? I don't know. What does Vader mean? In German, means father. So, of course, it makes sense that Darth Father Father goes around the universe torturing and making dad jokes the entire time. Oh, Oh, you woke me up for this. I love a good dad joke, Tom. You know me. I feel like the theory itself is a dad joke. (laughs) Yeah. This so is the the theory is that Vader... He's he's playing on his name. (laughs) So Darth Vader is just a dad. <laughs> we've got a, we've got two viewer guys. For those of you joining us, we're talking about most absurd movie theories. And Tom's was Darth Vader's staff name is him being a dad. Yep, <laughs> he dad, makes dad, choking and doing, making j- dad I'm jokes across like, the universe. Modern Family and Darth Vader's just there, like, <laughs> 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 looking at the camera. He's just like, don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, not a bad one. I also heard another. I read another uh, Star Wars theory, and that was that Obi Wan Kenobi was actually a droid replica of the original Obi Wan Kenobi. So it was no longer Obi Wan Kenobi. It was Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi. Tell us your Snoke theories. Um, Snoke is actually a duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically, Howard the Duck, and this is how we bring the Marvel universe yeah, in. This is- Oh Disney my god, fired. we've joined it together. <laughs> we've connected the ducks. Just go connect the ducks. The ducks. <laughs> uh, Horrible theories. Uh, theories. Next one, the Pixar theory. Who wants to do that one? Oh, that was me. Okay, so this comes from a... Um, I don't You're know. live. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> this comes from an essay by Jean Negroni, or as Duty calls it. John. 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 His name is John. John Negroni. John Negroni, <laughs> which is a great bogan name. John Negroni. Get over here. I like how Kylo is a bogan name. Kylo. Kylo, Kylo put Rim. that stick down. 
<laughs> Kylo, play with your sister. Put that down, Kylo. Oh, look, we've we've gone over Snoke's a duck, and now Kylo has a sister. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so John Negroni has uh, claims that uh, uh, there's 14 Pixar films. I don't know from when this was. I think it was just after Brave. So Brave is the first... Oh, yeah, basically it's all in the same universe and it's a timeline. Okay. So Brave is the first one in yeah. the Dark Ages. And um, there's a, it explains why a lot of animals have, like, human characteristics. Anthropomorphism, as um, the little literary bus would know. Mm, mm, my yes, favourite yes, name. Yes, my yes. favourite word. Shallow and pedantic. Anyway, um, so the witch, she explains that. And then she goes through doors to kind of come in and out of, like... Uh, okay, I'll come back to that. Anyway, so <laughs> after that, we have Ratatouille, and it shows that, um, that they have um, human... So, so like, they're a lot more intelligent than um, we give them credit for. Yeah. And then the world sees that. So now the world is aware of that human, uh, that animals are um, intelligent as humans. And they start, you know, rising up. The next one is uh, Up, which is Charles Mutz creates technology to um, har- uh, harness the animal's power. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. The collars. The collars and stuff. So he can actually, they can talk to us and all that kind of stuff squirrel 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 um and then uh the intelligence grows and then um finding nemo happens and this is where the animals are like uh self-aware they've become self-aware like skynet but also it's a a point where skynet with fins um, but also it's a point where the two fish um like kind of overcome a issue that's like come about by a human in, uh, activity within their lives. So they, like, beat the humans because oh. they get their fish back. They outsmart the, hum- the dentist. Um, and then comes in, by and large. So by and large is a company that's, like, recurring in Marvel. or not Marvel. <laughs> Pixar. Yeah. Um, getting really confused here. Um, so, uh, so... I've never seen this company. What movies? They're in... Um, first, you see them in... Uh, well, in the timeline, we first see them in Up. So that's the company that are trying to bulldoze, oh, bulldoze his house yeah. and build the skyscrapers. So they yeah. they show up as normally just yeah. B and L. B and L. So they also they're on like a lot of like you know how like they've got the pizza planet yeah. truck and everything. It's another one that shows up on like the batteries and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and also, um, I'm trying to think. Of, okay, yeah. And so then they also help uh, Syndrome correct which is um, Incredibles he's part of them who creating oh no he has a machine which is the one that like uh, like learns and becomes too smart for us to kind of like uh, beat yep 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 and then they that, um, that robot robot thingy octopus octopus thing yeah, yeah. Um, and he actually says that by he got the um, the blueprints off by and large mm. so now the technology is advanced then it skips very much forward into um, an idea that, like Wally, which is also uh, by and large is now the company that runs the ship oh, and yeah. treat humans like almost like dolls, mm. like they're they're just like toy things. They don't have like uh, emotions. Uh, yeah, well they do. They haven't got like almost like they they become fat and lazy. Become fat and lazy. I haven't seen Wally. Wally. It's Wally. Wally. Anyway, um, 
but what's left on Earth? Okay. Because I mean, you see on it on Wally's Earth when he's going around, there's no life left. Yeah. But what is there? Cars. Technology. <laughs> Jesus. And mic drop. <laughs> um, so that's where Cars comes in. Um, oh. And there's also on this. So it comes in for the second one as well. That uh, yeah. So the Earth is unfit for humans because of all of these like. It also comes back to like the animals where they're trying to like overcome like all of the uh, like climate issues with um, cars ru- ruling the planet. Yeah, so, so suddenly it goes from humans ruling the planet to now um, cars ru- uh, running the running the planet, and then um, at the end of Wally, I'm pretty sure it is. There's like uh, you see like oh Wally plants a tree um, in the thing in the soil in the in the earth. Um, which in the credit scenes looks very, very similar to the tree under uh, the, the bug's life. It's oh, underneath. Okay. So now it comes back to that guy. So what do the... This is a stranger timeline than I thought. It's so yeah. weird, but it's so good. Uh, and I'm kind of like... It's, it's, it's all a, connected. It's like a really, really big I would have assumed really, really like would have been like last because it's like post-apocalyptic. Well, that's the thing because oh, it wait, comes back. Wait for it. There's more surprises to come. Oh, yeah. It's nearly over. Sorry, guys. It's taking forever. <laughs> anyway, um, then, so what do the bugs kind of... They start... This is coming, like, in billions of years in the future. Um, well, not billions, thousands of years in the future. The uh, bugs now evolve into monsters where Monsters, Inc. comes in. Uh. Okay. So, um, yeah, so they're born. But humans are still, like, around because they were in the ship. Do you know what I mean? It, it, with Wally. Okay. So they're still like it's not necessarily that they're like wiped out, but you see the technology in Wally was treating them again like um, they were you know secondary beings. So they're now using them for the energy like energy, and that's the whole idea of like scaring, getting Boo, all that stuff. So Boo is like real in those the door things. We know Boo is real because. She comes back as an old lady in Brave as the witch. But isn't Boo also the little girl at the end of Toy Story 3? No. Isn't that one of the theories? Is it? I haven't heard that. Well, it's not this theory. Shut up. (laughs) No, but but one of the things on that also, the door thing in the Monsters, Inc., and I'm not sure whether it's part of the main theory or a branch of it, but it's saying that um, them opening the doors is actually them time traveling. They're actually going back okay. in time, which is why when they say don't touch the kids, don't bring anything back with you, it's because it's things that would impact Space the timeline. Time uh, and then Boo searches after meeting Sully, Sully, seeks out and tries to search for ways, ways to, to time travel. And she knows you that can time travel. That makes more sense that it's time travel. Well, because she knows you can try that with your doors. And you see, as I mentioned before, the witch in Brave, which you haven't seen, so I'm going to explain this to you she uses doors to open she like has this shop and there's like it was like wood cutting she like makes models out of wood Mm. and she they go outside the the hut and then go back in uses the door to transport the inside of the hut into her like magical place yeah get it 
So it's she's just, so complicated. I know. Yeah. It's like a really long essay. And anyway, she's also obsessed with bears. She's also obsessed with bears, which Sully, which Sully looks, looks like. like a bear. But there's also like a, a wood carving. I mean, it's annoying for podcasts because you can't see it. Look this up. There's pictures and everything. I think we need to make a sticker saying your Pixar theory sucks. <laughs> it does. N- n- no, it's, it's like, very complex. I, I, I half expected it to end with Wally. No, it doesn't because it keeps like it, it. You think it's going to end with Wally, but then it doesn't. Well, but then when it's, we, we were talking about this, <sighs> we were talking about this a little bit last night. We briefly mentioned it. You, you, didn't, you obviously didn't go through the entire theory, but you guys were asking about the good dinosaur as well. Yeah. Apparently, this gets even more convoluted. I was looking at another one that put the good di- dinosaur in there, and apparently, that's a whole different parallel universe now. It's a parallel universe where the dinosaurs don't get wiped off off the face of the planet. I feel like I didn't do this theory credit because I'm going off um, a Pinterest... Like little story I board. feel like it would have made more <laughs> sense if just everything was just awesome separated, but then interconnected by the doors as dimensional portways. But isn't like Toy Story is also mm. related to Up because like the two old people from Up are related to Andy because there's postcards from them on his wall. Are there? Yes. Aww, oh, okay. Because I know there's a lot of other little tiny little things that are across the entire thing. Like, of course, everybody knows Pizza Planet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you the, said that before. The ball. The ball. Um, that uh, Boo is a little girl from Toy Story 3. Do we think that Pixar actually has a timeline? Do you reckon they actually have a timeline and whenever they make a movie, they go to whoever's making this film, like, this is the timeline? I don't think so. I don't think anybody's would do that. But I think why they have so many little things, like, like, a hint at the next movie is because by the time that they finish, like, these movies, like, end up, like, laughing. Taking ages, Taking, like, you know, about a half of, like, five years or something like that, even more so. So they've already moved on to the next project. project. So they'll have things in pre-production or even like they've half done other stuff while they're animating. So it's like they'll put other things into it. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. In a weird way. So does my theory. Shut up. Sure. You? Your theory or <laughs> Pinterest theory? Pinterest Or, or John's. John's. John Negroni. His name's John. Um, John Negroni. Kylo. Kylo, put that stick down. Don't chase your dad with it. <laughs> um, uh, Tom, you had this one, the shinning. The shinning? All right. Well, let me uh, get open the trusty one there, eh? Get into it. He's gone full bogan, hasn't he? He has, not he? Ooh. I would have called them shazwoggers. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that shinning of yours. So, have, uh, so the premise of this is that Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing and that the shinning was his apology for it. Well, you're just going to say actually- the shining. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you shining. <laughs> I'll say what I want to say. It's my damn theory. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like, so <clears throat> there has been some things that have come out that are saying this is debunked. Uh, debunked or not, this is still a great theory and we're going to go through it. This one's definitely more of a conspiracy than this. This is more of a conspiracy theory. This is more real life than the others. But yeah, so first up we have the haunted room from the film, which in the book, so the book by Stephen King, it was two room number two seventeen. However, in the film, that number was actually changed to two hundred and thirty-seven. What does two hundred thirty-seven mean? I hear you say. What what is it? 237? You don't mean to know. You don't mean to say it. Oh, okay. I, I just re-asked you a question so you can actually hear me say, what does the room number mean, I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's depending on where the moon is in its rotation, it is approximately 237 hundred, uh, 
sorry, 237,000 miles away from the Earth. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. I think, I think we need to have the sound effect from the... Incre- oh, where does the Incredibles fit in your Pixar theory? I said it. Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. yeah Syndrome. She did. Okay. <laughs> there ain't no holes in this, okay? You can't find them. Uh, Additionally, <laughs> next up... Yes. We have the pattern on the carpet in the hallway. Yes. Which, if you look at it closely, is the same shapes as the launch pad that the Apollo 11 rocket was launched from. <laughs> And specifically, there is a scene in there where Danny, who is Jack's son yep. in the film, is sitting there playing. I think he's playing with blocks or playing with trains or something like that. And he's sitting there on the carpet and lifts his body and stands up. And he is wearing a, a sweater that has a rocket ship yeah. on it. It says Apollo. That it says yeah. Apollo 11 down the bottom of it. Yes. And by the end oh, of the you. movie, it's all like broken apart and crumbled because, you know, he's been running away from his serial killer dad. Yeah. And so, like, it's almost like he's unthreading the truth. <sighs> Keep pulling the sweater. <laughs> Eventually the whole thing will unravel. unravel. Don't you mean keep pulling the thread? But, and then, <laughs> in the same way that the room number was changed, there's also another slight change which sort of alludes to this. The fact that there are... The ghost that's in the book. There are two ghosts in the film, but only yeah. one in the book. Okay. Which people are saying points to the fact that I'm pretty sure the Apollo 11 mission was um, seen as NASA's Gemini project. Gemini being two people. Uh, oh, God. This is the most where tenuous does, links where I've does, ever Where does the monkey so going into space come in? Heaven? So many links. No, I don't think we'll be telling them that. <laughs> <laughs> But also, isn't there a theory, sorry, Thomas, that they did do Apollo 11 and it was a complete failure. So they were like, shit, we better like just redo this and just tell them that we really did it. I have no idea that I'm just talking about a movie here. Okay, well, <laughs> no idea. never mind. <laughs> I haven't heard, no, I, Astronauts. Uh, I have not heard that one. That is the, the that is the truth. It's the out truth there. is that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like the 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 destiny chat yesterday when i showed photos of my new tattoo and someone goes what the hell is an aluminum falcon and i got in so quick with who's they <laughs> ollie got really pissed we love that my brother was up in the kitchen was just like what are they talking about who's they was like, who's they <laughs> don't make me remind you about panda bear or panamali or whatever the fuck her name was <laughs> panda bear and then the little last bit of this theory was also the fact that the interior of the of the um, hotel that they were in, like all being nice and all that sort of thing, was symbolising America, and the exterior all being snowy and uh, inhospitable was the USSR. Okay. Well, look, it's okay. definitely a conspiracy. You're trying to. Think I'm gonna I'm go get my tinfoil hat. I feel <laughs> like for this podcast, you guys have to be a lot more open-minded. I'm trying. Stop blocking all of our. I'm theories. trying to open my things up, but Ian, how about oh, you? Wrong thing, Ian. Wrong thing. Close <laughs> it. Close <laughs> it. <laughs> What's one of your conspiracy the- theories, there, Mr. Johnson? I did Pulp Fiction. What's yep. one of your conspiracy theories, there, Diddy? I'm glad you asked. I have two. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. Like, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. You know what? I'm going to go live again for Harry Potter because little lump of a boy. This is my Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> Peter P- Harry Potter. No underage wizards in today. Close the damn door. I like Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Which one do you want to do first? Oh, okay. So you like the fucking got- Harry Potter theory, but ours is just. That's because I suggested it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Harry Potter theory? You want to do your, your, your Harry Potter voice again? No, I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> so, doing a Harry Potter theory, I've got two listed. One 
that it's all in Harry's head. You want the mic? No, I want to put you on the fucking camera. Yeah, you're, no, you're, you're talking. Yeah, you you're should talking. be on the camera. It's fine. Look, hey, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you flip the camera there for a little bit to say, hey. Um, yeah, so that Harry Potter's theory is that it's all in his head. And, he, and the end of the uh, one theory was that the end of the book was, and he wakes up under his stairs. How much of a mind fuck with that? Like, that's the end credit scene. Like, the credits rolled at the end of the credits. He's like, Wah! and wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore! <laughs> How fucking much would that suck? I think this theory isn't that bad, actually, if you think about it. Because... Yeah, but that's a bit of a cop-out. Like, it was all the yeah, dream. It and is... then I woke up. No, you just run out of time in class when you were writing a short yeah, exactly. story. <laughs> and it was all a dream because I can't figure out how to end this. Yeah. <laughs> but in a way, if... If it were, like, real life, it would make sense. It's sort of a escapist. Yes, exactly. Of... You've got a kid who's essentially being, being tortured and abused by his yeah. uncle and auntie, and he's living in very depraved conditions. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be fine for a person of your stature. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you're small. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap joke. I know, right? Uh, And uh, it was a really good podcast while it lasted. But it makes sense. Like, yeah, this kid is obviously not living in the best conditions, living Mm. under the stairs uh, with dust mites. Who knows what's under there? Asbestos. Asbestos? It's like you find it like 10 years after he defeats Voldemort, he dies of asbestos. Yeah. Asbestos (laughs) believe this whole thing is true. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hedwig is just like a dust mite. <laughs> it's hard to come in with a dust buster. Hedwig! <laughs> <laughs> the canary. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because at the, in the first film, I cannot remember the book, so I can tell you if it was actually in the book. Philosopher's Stone. That's has, the first film. Yes, we know that. Or the Sorcerer's Stone for our American listeners. Yes. He has all the little toys set out. Remember Toy his? soldiers, yes. Yeah. So, like, he's obviously quite an imaginative child. Mm. So, you know, there's a tenuous link. A better link than and also, yeah, it kind Apollo of, 11. He's, he's <laughs> shut, it's shut your bitch mouth. Oh. Um. <laughs> Shouldn't kick. Or dicks are. Ooh. Ooh. I will fight you, little man. <laughs> That was a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the bag right at the end, guys. The cheapest form of humor. Um, <laughs> the shortest way to a joke. Wow. Hey, that was a little lowbrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm kind of getting on I'm trying to back you up. Yeah, do well, it. Well, I have another Harry Potter theory. Another one. Another. Oh another. Another. Um, was that the Dursleys are assholes because Harry is a Horcrux and he affects those around him. Oh. I mean... That doesn't make sense. All of his friends... What about all the friends? Yeah. But he's not around them constantly, only for a certain period of the year. Uh, Because he had had 11 full years to corrupt them. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. The plot thickens. I retract my statement. The Dursleys are affected by Harry's... Being a dick. Once more for uh, dramatic effect. The The Dursleys are uh, assholes because because Harry's a Horcrux. Um, Well, he is a Horcrux. Yeah, it's quite possible. um... But also when... um, My dad figured that out, by the way. He'd never read any of the books. And before the last movie came out, he just... We were in the car and dad goes, I reckon Harry's a Horcrux. (laughs) 
Dad, you're a fucking genius. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was so impressed. Because my dad is, is not an impressive fellow very often. But I This was is impressed. live and your sister was watching it. <laughs> it was impressive. I didn't figure that I out. I think that's quite clever. I didn't, I didn't figure I mean, that out. This is like... Did you... Were you like, no, nah, you've read the books? Because when as I As soon picked... as dad said it, I was like... That's true. That's got to be right. Oh, okay. So you... Ha- Might that make sense? Because at that point in time... Like, obviously the book had come out, mm. and I had already known that Harry Potter was going to die, because everybody knew that Harry Potter was going to die, because <gasps> Spoilers. once the book came out, everybody knew. Mm. So I was like, that makes perfect sense. He's got to die. He's mm-hmm. a hack cracks. He's mm. a hack cracks. He's a hack crack. Well, that's good. It's not like the time Such I picked um, the ending of Fight Club, and Tom's like, no, nah, you've seen it. No, nah, you've definitely seen it. Yes. It was very yeah. obvious. I... I didn't pick it when I watched it. <laughs> I don't know how you figured that out. Yeah. Damn geniuses. Thank you. Yeah. And we've got two more. Two more? Two more. Let's we have Tom. I can see what you were mouthing there. Well, I just didn't see it on your list. Well, we're not doing Aladdin. I forgot about it. <laughs> but that's why I said two more. fabulous. He's got a theory. He's got a theory. <laughs> Go on. Go on, Tom. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> No, just read it. You know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it I is. Too. I have I have, oh. I have, and I have notes. And I have notes. Well, we got about 10 minutes left of theories. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into it. So, essentially, this theory is that Agrabah is oh. a boo-boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, Aladdin, at least, is uh, based in the future. And it's a post-apocalyptic future. Mm. Yes. Where everything has gone Which, I, when I read this theory... Um, a lot of it's based on the fact that... What are you Robin trying to do? He's trying to pop a Robin skull on your eyebrow. He's got... Oh, he's, he's magneting his yeah, eyebrow. he's got a magnet and he's trying to get in. <laughs> <laughs> Did it just get into your eyebrow here? Ah! Oh, Continue! No. <laughs> Can you do your lip or your nose next? <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah, a lot of it's based... I'm just going to... And you said it. I'm not allowed to play with things anymore. Should I just rip it out? Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about a completely different thing. A lot of it's based on the fact that Robin Williams does celebrity impersonations. Yeah, so we've got, uh, what do we got? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Marx, Rodney Dangerfield, Jack Nicholson, and a couple more. And he refers to clothes yes. as the so late third century. Hmm? When he refers to clothes? Yeah, yeah. And he's, well, that's the thing. He says, um, I'm pretty sure he's talking to the about specifically about the fez and the jacket that he's wearing, mm. saying that's so third century. And then also says that he's been in his um, lamp for 10,000 years. Mm. Give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> Which makes it makes sense in that regard. I always thought of it that that was just Robin Williams <laughs> doing Robin Williams. And that's what he does. A lot of actors, impersonations and things. But I also kind of think of it that because he's a genie, he's, he's beyond time and space. That, that's what my thinking always was, that he was yeah. timeless. He's not... Set in that time because even when I think Kingdom Hearts when Jafar left the world and came back, <laughs> when um Jafar becomes a genie, he does a kind of he does that phenomenal cosmic power. in space, yeah, and he has that kind of space time thing that he creates. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's very hard to say in a podcast, but he does this kind of hand signal. He and these, does a ring. Yeah, it does like these dimensional rings kinds of things so that's how i always thought of it that genies are beyond time and space and they just kind of go wherever they want or wherever they're needed 
Yeah. But post-apocalyptic, I guess, also makes sense with that line in regard to he'd been in there for so long. But then again, if he'd been in there for so long, he'd never come out because he hadn't. He'd been trapped in there, so he wouldn't yeah. have seen all the things that isn't, happened. Isn't that uh, you see uh, Aladdin's uh, the the genie's lamp in other Disney films as well, like in the background? Yeah, it's. I think in, it's in oh. Hercules, isn't it? Hercules. Like yeah, just in the background. It's, it's in one man. of them where it looks like it's like sort of deactivated and sort of just been left there. Mm. It's like Scar is in Hercules. <laughs> Scar is in Hercules. It's great. Yeah. Who puts a lamp? But yeah, also on Aladdin, there was there was another one that I also saw today that I hadn't heard before that I kind of like is um, another Reddit one by Reddit user Undependable. Um, and it's the it's gonna be good <laughs> That's what you are Undependable Near or far um, And it says like the entire story of Aladdin is, make, is making his first wish come true So everything that he does Everything that happens yeah. after his first wish of Make me a prince Yeah Everything that follows that is making him a prince The wish in itself That quick thing that turns him into Prince Ali is part of making him a prince. It's not actually. Is that his, his first wish. wish? I can't remember. Yes. Oh yeah, it is because he's because he tricks the genie into getting out of the. Yeah. Mm. All right, you bad boy. <laughs> but no more freebies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, we've got one more before we wrap this up and wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it in. Pack it in. Let um, me begin. I, going, I came to win. Tell me that's the sin. Nice, nice. The okay. Irish blood's coming out in you today. Go on. Uh, that final is, theory. That is... What's fucking... It's an Irish song. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> is it? That's a pang. Yeah. Oh, it's an yeah, Irish band. Yeah, yeah. I knew. Go on. What's our final theory? Our final theory is that Jared Leto's Joker is not Jason Todd, but Tim Drake, which I have never heard of until Tom pointed it out Siobhan pointed out. Stop taking all of my things, oh, Tom. I didn't. He gave it to me. <laughs> he gave it to me. <laughs> he gave it to me. Um, that, yeah, the, the I Joker that's another thing we quote no one gets. I have no idea where it's from. It's from Zoolander. When they're talking about the little mobile. Where what? did you get it? He gave it to me. Why do you have <laughs> Z- Derek's phone? He gave it to me. <laughs> all right. He, so didn't this say. Thing, <laughs> um, he didn't say. That Tim Drake's uh, Joker is... Uh, Tim Drake is the Joker. And uh, Siobhan pointed it out that, um, and Tom, with the assistance of Tom, was that the Robin costume that you see in Batman Superman, of course, is a staff-wielding Robin, uh, and that the only Robin to use a staff was Tim Drake. Mm -hmm. He has two holes in his shoulders where there are scars located on Jared Leto's Joker's shoulders. And... Also, doesn't he, in the comics at one point, has, or maybe it was the TV show, is given a scar... Which is very like. It's from the uh, Last Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight, yeah. So Arkham Knight is Jason scar. Todd. Hmm? Arkham okay. Knight is Jason Never Todd. Mind. No, no, because so it was, uh, the way that we were sort of researching this theory is it sort of went in and talked about. I think uh, so. This was from Film Theorist, which is a great YouTube channel. Okay. Um, and look, look, look. and he sort of um, links it to the original Jason Todd um, okay. theory. Which also has, of course, the J on the cheek in Arkham Knight and the J on the cheek in this, mm. but instead argues that it is um, what's his name? I forgot his name. Jared Leto. No, no, no. The, the Robin. Tim Drake. Tim, Tim Drake. Drake. Is Tim Drake the one as well in the animated series that yes. Joker puts the microchip in him and then he turns into, well, like he kills him or something, and then he turns that's into yeah the, in Batman Beyond. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that kind of goes into it, and um, the if as well on the fine print of um, Harley Quinn's um, uh, bio. But bio, it says that you know it was um, instrumental in um, the death of Jason Todd. Death of Robin. Oh, death of Robin. And then also on her <clears throat> file, it says um, you uh, like pretty much like uh, changes has been like changes or manipulates uh, clients because she's like a, a full-blown, very clever psychiatrist, um, changes their um, memories to kind of uh, get a better result, I suppose. But also it shows that, like, you know, he did, she did, like, electric fo- shock... Um, electric therapy. Electric shock therapy on him. Um, and he says, like, you know, you um, you, lay, you left me as a, um, a void of rage and something, and I couldn't remember things. That's that's the ex- exact quote. <laughs> um, you left me an empty void of rage and emotion. Yeah. Thanks, so Jared. It was Let kind of like it's in <laughs> your Heath Ledger, voice. Heath Ledger voice. And that's kind of like the idea that you know she um, was instrumental in uh, taking his memories out of um, Tim Wright and then making him into the Joker. Yeah, and then it's also got the uh, interviews with David Ayer, where David Ayer says that. Um, they're like, oh, what's the most ridiculous theory you heard in regards to Suicide Squad? And he said that um, Jason Todd, that oh, that Jason Todd is Robin. He didn't no, say. No, Jason Todd. Is oh, Joker. sorry, that Jason Todd is Joker. He is didn't it? say anything about is that Robin is Joker. Yeah. He didn't say that Tim Drake, like Tim Drake, would have been wouldn't have been him. Mm. So it's interesting. It's still there. However, even if they did intend to do it, and it was clever writing, putting those sort of things in, whether they'll actually be able to execute that. Yeah. Ever? I just think it'll be a, a, a reboot after flat, a Flashpoint. <laughs> They'll just fix everything wrong. Yes. Well, I remember when that idea came out and Tom and I were speaking about it. We were like, and I think my brother as well, Connor, we were like, I feel like that's something that wouldn't, it'd be really hard to disp- like, display that on screen for people yeah. who don't know any backstory of, like, or haven't seen, like, the animated series or anything with, like that. With that suit, though, is Jason... That's I, I was thinking more along the lines that that Robin suit is Jason Todd because he's wearing shorts. Dick Grayson wore, like, the G-string-looking thing. Um, yeah, he wore, like, budgie smugg- smugglers. Oh. Okay. Wasn't a G-string. Yeah. Oh, close enough. Um, Assless chaps. Well, the age as well for Tim... Ru- Tim... No. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. He's saying Tim Wright. I don't even know who that is. Um, he was our drama teacher. Did you say Tim Wright or Tim Wright? Right. Right. Moving on. Right. Um, <laughs> call out. Um, but like the age difference, to, uh, you kind of look at it that um, I think he, uh, Batman's supposed to be in his mid- the 40s. Mid-40s. And you can kind of like guesstimate that it looks like that um, Joko would be like 35 maybe. maybe yeah. The early 30s. So it kind of the age as well kind of... Mm. As well, hmm. Mm. but th- that is some crazy theories, guys. Too mm-hmm. crazy for my thing. Like my brain in that joke, and one was going, "No, no, no!" Like trying to start an ignition. Yeah, you guys <laughs> need to open your minds. Open you your third eye. Let's be willing for the cons- the theories. Yeah, jump Maybe. on this train. Galadriel. We're going places. Galadriel is actually Sauron. No, that's just mad. No, that's not true. Okay, I thought I'd try just to make it <laughs> as well. Anyway, we hope you have enjoyed. That's episode forty-five. And if we've guess- learned anything from this episode, yes, it's that 
The Rock is Sean Connery. Remember to always look up to the skis. <laughs> uh, keep watching the skis. Um, that the that the Rock uh, is a big muscly man. Now that the James Bond is in the Rock, that Willy Wonka is a serial killer. That Darth Vader's name translates to father, which is why he uh, makes sad jokes. Makes sad jokes. That The Shining faked the moon landing. Uh, <laughs> the Shining faked the moon landing. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Uh, that Tim Drake was the Joker, that the Dursleys are affected by Harry because he's a Horcrux and that he's also asleep asleep and dreaming it all. Uh, that Pulp Fiction has uh, Marcellus Wallace's bitch soul in it because, you know, yes. he looks like a bitch. <laughs> and uh, the Pixar theory was just, wow. wow. But I think the most important one is that Snoke is obviously <laughs> dark. A dark, yes. And that, what was That's Ray's true. parents? You figured that one. You said that before, didn't you? No. I allude to a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think we determined that uh, Ray and Kylo are actually brother and sister, and That's they both it. have bogan parents. Yeah. Kylo! Ray! Kylo, you put that stick down. My little ray of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you call her Ray? I love Ray-Bans. Um, so, speaking of that, our next episode is The Last Jedi Review. Mm, it's going to be big It's going to be fucking big. It's, it's a gonna be sticky. Oh man, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just like Eric Clapton suggests, I'm gonna cream all over this one. Um, so that's episode forty-six next week, Siobhan, If anyone wants to tell you off about your theories, can they? I mean, they can if they like. <laughs> <laughs> Prefer if they didn't. Yeah. Oh, um, social media. Yeah, if you Not want really. to. Not really. <laughs> I don't even know what they would have to look send, up. Send through your hate mail to us. We'll get Ian to read it out. Shaken. Send it to me. Shaken on can send it off. And I'll Gmail. reply. Yes. Checking on Nerdpod at Gmail. But we do hope you've enjoyed this episode. We noticed you there listening there in Canada and in Italy and in Ireland. Come say hi. Like the Facebook page and say hi and chat to us. We're friendly, except for Ian. He's a bit Please weird. talk to us. <laughs> so uh, but if you, if you did enjoy this episode, leave, leave us a review. Even tell a couple of mates. Think that uh, there's three Aussie blokes down in Melbourne that are mm-hmm. a little bit funny. Might want to check them out. If not, well, then hope you're enjoying it. Funny. For every like and share, Tom will send one topless photo. Yes. For every like and share, Ian. Tom will share. <laughs> Tom will share a topless photo of Ian. Yeah. What? I've, I've got the a first hundred will be in a puppy bar. Unsolicited. <laughs> I've got a photo of you. A couple of photos of you and Laundry we can put up. Let's move along. Oh yes, that one. I loved yeah. that one. Either way, um, so <laughs> we're now leaving the theory zone. <laughs> Uh, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We put up a couple of live videos on Instagram just then. Uh, we've also just started doing weekly video game re- plays of uh, newsletter reviews of Let's Plays. We did Overcooked last week. We might return to that. Oh, that game is of, so fun. Bit of cheeky, we got some Cuphead. We've got some Cuphead. We've got some more coming up. So they come up once a week on our YouTube page. We're also part of the Podfix Network, which we love. Yes. And also the Rod Fix Network. <laughs> and also the Rod Which loves us. <laughs> Reel them in, Tom. Reel them in. <laughs> that rod loves you so much. Either yeah. way, I have been Doody Dutrum. Hope you've enjoyed this episode 45. Mr. Johnson. I've been in. Huge for long, Johnson. Mr. Commons. I've been Tom. And Commons better half, Mr. Siobhan. Mr. Siobhan. Mr. Siobhan. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No worries. Chicka chicka. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. Check out more shows like it at oddfixnetwork.com.